Welcome to Head to Table. It's the podcast where two friends design a brand new short form tabletop RG right here in front of you. And then we're going to only go and bloom and play it as well. You're right there. I'm Tom. <laughs> and I'm Tom oh, Snowden, just, the just, other Tom. Just two Toms making games, playing them, keeping it real. How's it going, Tom? Yeah, pretty good. Thanks, man. Um, feels like we didn't do this for a while. No. Uh, any listeners, it seems like just another normal week to them, but secretly, through the magic of uh, previous recording, we've had like a good month off, really. But um, I still feel fresh. I've still, I've still got, got it within me, the ability to what, talk what into a, a microphone. role-playing game, Tom? What is role-playing game? Well, that's a good point, Tom. We may as well do a Tom and Tom's Game Nomicon, the part of the show where one of us describes um, a, a piece of a gaming vernacular that not everyone may be aware of. So, Tom, could you please explain for me the concept of railroading? Yeah, okay, well, that's a good one. Um, so, railroads are, are, like, are like roads, but for, for large, rolling, um, really long kind of vehicles. I don't know if you've ever seen one before. They're called trains. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm writing that down. Vehicles... <laughs> You mean like now, a car? Yeah, they're like cars, except except they have this one serious limitation, right? Um, okay. Which is they can't just turn at will. Like, they have to sit on these railroads, sometimes known as tracks. Uh, oh. Yeah, I know. So it's, it's a terrible, car that right? can't go anywhere. Well, it can go in a straight line along these tracks. So you have to put the rails down and then drive on the rail. Exactly. Well, exactly why not, why that. Why not just bloody walk, Tom? This seems like a right pain in the ass. <laughs> well, they're much faster than walking. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, but the, the what you hit upon the analogy there, Tom. You hit upon the analogy right there. Um, in that railroading is the idea of. Um, where well, you have the GM in most of these games, the uh, the game master who describes and narrates what's going on uh, in the in the game, and railroading is the behaviour of a GM who gets quite precious about the story or the what's going to happen in the game, uh, and they kind of force the players. So they they kind of either present kind of the illusion of choice or mm. no choice at all, um, and and kind of force the situation to uh, to to go in the way that they they kind of had pre pre-thought of these these rails that they'd already laid down set in place the track that was laid out before them um and the players cannot stray or turn from that path wonderfully explained tom indeed and while i think it's okay in some small situations it's mostly considered a bit of a naughty no-no yeah i think it's i mean i think i think if you're good i mean i think to some extent like all gms prep could be argued to be like some yeah. kind of railroading, <laughs> yeah. but then like, but then it's like it's kind of more about the the illusion, isn't it? It's about the illusion of choice. Exactly. Um, the best GMs are the ones where the players don't know you're railroading. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I, I do a lot of recycling prep, so like if they don't do a thing, like it's just like, well, that's just going to come around <laughs> in a couple of months. This map I drew is just going to come back around in a couple of months' time. I want another. Yeah. I once did like a, a one-shot game for some people very quickly where I um, I styled it as like a, an infinite dungeon where every room has like several doors that you could go through which lead onto a next door. It's this mad 
uh, mm. maze you've got to work your way through. But I just designed a linear set of rooms. Whichever door <laughs> they chose, I was like, ah, oh, now you've come through here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly that. Precisely. Well, thanks for that, Tom. Uh, so let's get into the game making. Uh, now, oh, Tom, right. an idea for a game I want to build this episode with you uh, is a very popular theme that we haven't yet touched on so it's about time we did and that is the theme of superheroes tom oh yeah awesome exactly super strength super speed flying punching oh, through stuff all that stuff uh invisibility um being uh becoming an animal uh lifting up uh, five things at once uh, all yeah. these things kind that of, superheroes you know, can do sort of slight messiah complex stuff going on yes tom exactly <laughs> just you know and also, like, uh, yeah, it's kind of like that vigilante thing. Well, so just to give a, a bit more framing specifically, because that is a, a wide remit I've given you here, just sort of narrow it down. First of all, I think I might try and keep us to like a, a Saturday morning cartoons kind of uh, vibe. Um, very, you know, child friendly. Aha! Okay. Hello there, Lex Luthor. Where right, are okay. you off to? But also, less brooding, less. Uh, exactly. Less- Dark Knight Rises. Precisely. <laughs> Less unintelligible voices for you to discern. <laughs> uh, and a key mechanic I want to nail down here, Tom, so what I think the main thing to think about as well is elements of hidden identities. Okay. Okay, yeah. so you're talking about the you're talking about the Clark Kent as opposed to the Superman in this. Exactly, yeah. In this like, equation. I, I want a game where you get to okay. be a fun superhero, but I want to make it fun. Like, there's a lot of games where a lot of media as well, where you play as someone with a hidden identity and a secret normal life, as it were. I love the fact that of uh, of all of the things about superheroes, all of the all of the fun <laughs> joy of like having a superpower and being able to do all these incredible things, you want to focus on specifically the heavy constraints of, of exactly. having a normal a life, and the difficulties of trying not to use your powers in everyday, exactly. everyday experience. Like a lot of there's a lot of superhero RPGs out there, and it's fun all the great mechanics to give for using all these incredible abilities, but then they just kind of forget the fact that you know y- your character's got to make money right i mean where's I mean, where's the um parking attendant mechanics <laughs> oh gosh okay where's the, wow. where's the janitor mechanics you know uh so i want to have some mechanic yeah. in this game for t- to make that part of the game where you're trying to keep your identity secret something to be on your mind and fun that, that's that's my my basic starting point for you there tom okay i like it i like it how do you do you have like a any any preferences on comic book alter egos? Is there any like uh, that particularly you know, oh, take your fancy? As in, are there any that I particularly enjoy? Yeah, I mean, I was just thinking about Clark Kent. I mean, in the sense that like he is, I don't know. Like, I mean, compared to most superheroes, one his disguise is seems to just be like <laughs> glasses. So just, yeah, I've taken off my glasses and slicked my hair back. <laughs> Like, my hair somehow sort of become more greasy somehow yeah. in the last, you know, 12 seconds. That um, can't possibly be Clark Kent. His hair but, is clean. But also, it's not like he's chosen, like, a low-status job. He's, like, a, yeah, he's he's like a famous a- <laughs> star journalist. You're right. Like, the, the, the best actual alter ego would be, like, a, a night watchman for, like a school yeah. or something right or, like, yeah just like shelf stacker but like on the night shift yeah. for like a big superstore <laughs> yeah. no one has to see you exactly uh yeah. e- equally like bruce wayne's is kind of really in your face like but that's hiding in plain sight right that's it's the character he creates it's not about the the, the persona it's just yeah how ridiculous he makes it 
no one wants their superhero to be the guy that everyone hates. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I suppose Iron Man is kind of similar, although then he just admits these. He's Iron Man. I know, so. right? Like, imagine that we had a superhero uh, running around doing great things, saving people from burning buildings and stopping tsunamis and all this. And then, like, they were like, it's time for me to reveal. I am actually Piers Morgan. Oh, like, God. Oh. <laughs> oh. Everything you've done is is undone. Yeah, like, uh, I don't really like this superhero anymore. It's <laughs> uh, kind of lame. Like, even if Batman was like, I am Bruce Wayne, everyone would be like, uh, we're going to choose to just forget that. Uh, we, don't, we don't think that's true. <laughs> but I don't think I have an actual preference. I don't, I don't think any of them really have really good ones. But this is what I mean. Most of them are all an afterthought. Like, I yeah. guess Spider-Man's kind of cool because he's, like, a kid and whatnot. That's true. And there are some good representations of, of sort of Spider-Men. That's <laughs> Versions true. Versions of Spider-Man. That's uh, true. The Miles Morales type yeah. Spider-Men. Anyway, so to, to, to get the ball rolling here, Tom, one thing I was thinking, if we're going for uh, this sort of happy-go-lucky Saturday morning vibe, perhaps perhaps there shouldn't be a traditional health meter. Perhaps, like, the the simple... That, that meter which decides when you're done and when you've lost... Perhaps that is just like the uh, the suspicion meter in some ways, you know, how how okay. secret your identity is, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense to me. I like that a lot. Yeah. yeah like, like, the threat in this game is being found out, being exactly, discovered. Exactly, exactly. Like technically you can't die in this game. Um, and so I suppose it's quite easy then to sort of build, give threats where you take roles to succeed and not raise suspicion. But then mm. I wonder how does, how does taking damage affect things? You know what I mean? Like if you're having a... But then this is what I mean. I'm getting, I'm getting suckered into the the big superhero part and not the super exciting accountancy firm part. <laughs> so, you're, yeah, but I mean, uh, well, this is the problem, right? Because if you choose an effective enough uh, persona, alter ego, then the odds of you running into a cir- like an issue or a circumstance that's, that's actually going to cause a threat to your ego, not, not, that, not, that, uh, not that high, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so perhaps it's... Perhaps skill roles, we'll come back to what they are now, but when you're doing them, the GM in some way explains what the risk is here. So let's say you're you're working at a coffee shop and suddenly Dr. Squidman crashes through the window and is about to fire his squid ink, uh, poisonous squid ink, all over the coffee shop. You quickly oh, shit. use your beetle powers to bring up a hard carapace around yourself to shield <laughs> the people, but... Perhaps in doing so is a role. It's like, well, if you fail, maybe this happened. But also, but maybe you know, using that power obviously is going to give away who you are. They're like, I'm pretty sure I just saw Mary turn her skin to a a, a rock hard beetle armor. <laughs> yeah, could okay. she always do that? So, so your notion is that the scenes that we play through and the threats we're encountering should be kind of scenarios where the superheroic life crosses over into your real life yeah, for yeah. a moment, and then you're you're either trying to use your real-life skills to avoid using your powers, or if you use your powers, you take some kind of damage to your, your identity? Yeah. Do you think that's the idea? Yeah, I think it might be that in some way, yeah. Okay, so maybe, maybe yeah, it's the, like the idea is that you, you have these beetle powers and you could form this, uh, yeah, this, this carapace, or it could be that maybe you're just an effective enough barista that somehow like, <laughs> you just know Doc Widman's like, favourite coffee order, which is obviously, you know, uh, inky black. Foul poisonous ichor. Yeah, well, okay, sure. Foul ichor. Is that what squids eat? I'm not sure. Hey, I'm a, a podcaster, not a zoologist. 
hmm, we did have this problem before. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're onto something here then. So yeah, I think perhaps as the GM, you should be building a game less about, yeah, less two distinct halves of the game where, you know, you have your normal life and your superhero life and constantly try and blend the two. So I think that, yeah, whenever you take an action that the GM feels is going to add to your suspicion meter, and the GM mm. says, okay, if you go through with this, that you'll either, you're going to have to add one to your meter or you have to roll for it in some way, right? Okay. Okay, okay. I think, or maybe maybe it's just that, that like, uh, you always try and make a roll with your everyday powers, uh, like your everyday ability, your mundane skills. Yeah. Uh, and a failure is damage and you have ended up having to use your powers somehow. Okay. Or, or okay. expose yourself in some way. Yeah. Okay, then. So we're agreed on that. Are we going to have some stats in this game? Well, yeah, I think I think that you should choose certain mundane abilities that you're good at in your day to day life as your as your cover as your I- identity. Um, okay, okay. So maybe you choose see. an identity, and then you get to choose like certain abilities that that would give you, like okay, just just skills that you describe. Yeah, and then, and then you, uh, yeah, you you get to describe whether maybe you get something like a you get something like two levels of it. So like you get skilled at certain things and talented. Nice. At, at like, at like one thing or something. Yeah. So let's see, if, you, if you're if a Clark Kent and you're a reporter, maybe maybe it could be like you would be skilled at like things like kind of perception. Um, yes. And, and stuff yes. like that. But you might be especially trained at... Milk frothing. Yes. Yeah. Once again, I, I mean, I mean, every every newsroom needs one journalist. They've just got in there, right? For the uh, exactly, yeah, for the their milk frothing kid. skills. Okay, I'm into this. So perhaps should we go for a system where you roll a d6 and a success is a six in some way, but maybe yeah. if you are skilled in it, you can roll two d6, and yeah. if you are talented, you can roll three d6 in using it. In okay. Some way. Yeah, I like good? it. I like it, and what, what's, that actually makes it quite hard to succeed normally at these. Uh, exactly, at these, but at these things, what um, we could do, perhaps whatever your superpowers are, essentially either give you extra dice or it's like a a guaranteed success or something. I don't know. So if one of your superpowers is super strength, I'm not going to make you roll to you know lift the table above your head and protect someone with it or something. Okay. Well, I quite like the I quite like the idea of it just being the super strength is like is like always your fallback. So like you always get through the circumstances. So because it's Saturday cartoon, Saturday morning cartoon, you never actually narratively don't save people, right? Right. Like you always you always manage to do it in the end. Um and so when you fail, it's just up to you to explain how super strength managed to do the thing that you needed it to do. And everyone's suspicion is just raised. Okay, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I like that. All right, I think we're on board there. I like it. Uh, so let's say that, yeah, you have a suspicion meter of, say, 10 points. Uh, once they're all filled in or all depleted, then you've been uncovered and you in some way lose. Your superhero has to retire, I suppose, to try and get back some sense of a normal life. Mm. Uh, or come up then, with a new alter ego of exactly, some description. Exactly. You then also pick uh, two 
skills you have, two activities that you're skilled in, which means you can roll 2d6 when trying to, to successfully do these, and one talent, which lets you roll 3d6 when trying to succeed. We agreed that? Yeah, sounds perfect. I think in a longer term game, it would be really cool to have like some kind of notion of of being able to go on quests to bring back down your suspicion meter. Mm, sort of, you yes, know, like, yes. like creating elaborate decoys or elaborate <laughs> yeah. scenarios where you just throw the suspicion off yourself and onto, uh, I don't know, just some hapless, you set hapless someone guy up, yeah. that's like... And then everyone thinks he's Superion. Let's get him, he's Superion. We're going to put him in a government lab and work out how he can fly. I'm just, I'm just Dave. Why are you doing this? Tom, I would really like to have, can we have like a randomised powers thing? At the start, you you roll three times on a table and you get three superpowers maybe? Yes. Yes, we can. Yeah, I'm we so glad to hear you say that. can do that. Or maybe, oh yeah. Actually, I quite like the idea of it being randomised, randomised the superpowers, but they're not really that relevant to this game. I also quite like the idea of having some kind of randomised, maybe it's like you roll on one table for your superpowers, and you roll on two tables that dictate something about your, like something silly and, and, uh, and, I don't know, foolish about your, your secret identity. Oh, um, well, what's an example? No, I've got a much better idea which is that two of the things are about, like, problems with your superpowers that you're going to end up having to cover for. So things like, things like if you imagine that instead of Superman having kryptonite as a problem, it was just, like, unpasteurized cheese. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And My weakness life- is sunlight. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's a bit, that's a bit strong. I prefer the idea of, like, you know, you have a terrible phobia because of your superpowers of amphibians. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Yeah, so but like, it's like yeah these, these are work things that party you're... yeah yeah and they're like oh, anyone for a cheese nibble <laughs> exactly Bat them away. exactly and these are the things that like, like your gm can work with as well to incorporate into the scenes to make these sort of possible moments of uh, of being uncovered just a little bit harder because of your weaknesses being on the scene that's good i like that okay let's just uh let's build a small table just for the sake of this game but obviously we can easily expand it if we ever had the time so let's do just 10 superpowers to have on the table nice okay uh, superpowers flight obviously i feel like we need to be doing better superpowers than flight flight is too obvious um Su- well, mm. this is the Saturday morning version. Flight it is. Yeah, we've got to have flight in there. Um, perhaps you can turn mm. into an out of water at will. That's a really bad power. Oh, I suppose I mean, water so. can't... I mean, unless you're like like a water elemental. Well, what if you want to get <laughs> under a door or something? I mean, I guess, but like you're still inanimate water. So oh, no, you're, you're animate like- water, obviously, Oh, Tom. okay. Okay. Now you're okay. being ridiculous. Well, I'm not being ridiculous. It's more ridiculous to have animate water. <laughs> what if you needed to... Uh, yeah, I guess its uses are quite slim. All right, we won't I don't know. We one. could have a lot of pneumatics-based, like, kind of, uh, like, quests and themes. Yeah. <laughs> it just so happened there was this, I don't know, this object that could be pneumatically pushed by turning into... Oh, no, it's my arch nemesis. The freezer man. Oh shit! I mean, that would be that'd be game over for Waterboy. Yeah, it um, really would. The Waterhorse is that his name, Waterboy? Because I think, it's, means I think like... it's the Seahorse. The Seahorse. Yeah, interesting. So he also gets the power of uh, of giving birth to young as a, as a male. <laughs> yes. If people get too close, he just it fires babies <laughs> out of his chest. Oh God! 
I got oh, you geez. now, seahorse. <laughs> I Never. don't think so, Netulor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, just babies everywhere. Okay. <laughs> so how about instead uh, the ability to turn into animals? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm writing Animal. Animorph. Oh, Animorph, nice. Yeah. Come up with that all on your own. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my new, my new original IP. <laughs> um, perhaps the ability to freeze time. Wow, that is such a power. Like, yeah, I mean, that is... perhaps it's not for ages. Perhaps it's hard to hold it for a long period of time. Yeah, or perhaps like tragically, when you do it, uh, like time accelerates for you. So every time you leave, you're like oh, a year older. Oh, that's chilling. You can only really control, you don't even use the power like 20 times or you're fucked. Yeah, crikey. Uh, I mean, that, that always that always occurred to me as like the, the kind of like thing with the freezing power, like the freezing time power, right? It's like, yes, I would, I've had this thought too, Tom. Like I would use it to like, like, to like get good at, good at so many things or like, you know, to leave a conversation, mid-conversation, research everything and then come back as though I was yeah. like, you know, I just knew it offhand, which is like really... Really terrible abuse of power, I know. Oh, <laughs> wait, like... I think we have different thoughts. My, I used to love Bernard's Watch as a kid. Uh, for those that don't know, Bernard's Watch is a TV show, book series, where a young boy gets a magic stopwatch. Uh, when he clicks it, uh, it, time freezes. However, but... he's still anima. And like, there's a lot of stuff in the books and stuff to suggest that obviously his his molecules essentially are still active. And the way I see it is if you stop time too much, by the time you're yeah, like 20, exactly. you're like exactly. 30 this years old. Exactly. People we would notice that like, yeah, after a certain amount of time of me going off to to train myself in epic skills or go and learn things like in, in yeah. frozen time, like they would they would start to notice that I just looked about ten years older yeah. than everyone. <laughs> yeah. Like all of my friends. <laughs> exactly. Oh he died of natural also, causes at 34? Like also Bernard definitely got it at the wrong point in his life because, like, he would he would be very obvious because he was like yeah. eleven. He was like eleven years old, right? And yeah. like that is that is a time where, like, even even a couple of months of like <laughs> of time a- made up for in your in your in your frozen yeah. state are very obvious. <laughs> God damn it, Bernard! Be careful with that thing. Yeah. Right. Superpower, Tom. We're getting off track again. <laughs> oh, um, but this superpowers are the best thing to discuss. How about invisibility? All right, sure. Invisibility is good. I always like the stretchy man power. Oh, let's like, put stretchy. Okay, stretchy power. Stretchy's good. Of course, the top stretchy-powered individual being Monkey D. Luffy from the <laughs> hit anime One Piece. Oh, Tom, we're not talking about One Piece again. God damn it! <laughs> Every other conversation's One Piece with you. I've had up to here. How about speaking every language? Is that like just a polyglot? <laughs> it's not very exciting. Um, um, well, it no. is. Like, I don't want to like discredit people who have worked very hard to learn lots of languages. Well, I mean, the thing is, it's, it's kind of a mundane power because there are people who can speak an ungodly number of languages, right? It's yeah, not a superpower. It's just like it's just like a, a concentrated, talented individual power. Yeah, that's true. I know nothing about any of those powers, so let's stick with the ludicrous powers that actually feel accessible to me. How about summon fire? Summon fire. Okay, you mean like Pyromancy the human torch? of some kind. Yeah, but also like just anything where you can like summon fire up and like just fire control in some way. Okay, yeah, fire control. How about like commanding in some way, like people have to do what you say? 
That is so not a superpower. Like that is a super villain. Preacher power has and it. You know it. Yeah, but like he's he's always like going off track with like he's in a moral quandary all the time because of it. He's a superhero. Like, mm, mind control is not a good power. <laughs> it's evil and kind of like creepy. And okay. It's like um, I don't like it. I always find it creepy when people have mind control power. That's true. Read thoughts. Yeah, I read thoughts. I say again, it's like pretty like invasive, and I don't know. Yeah, but I guess you're let's, a superhero. You can use it for good. I guess. <laughs> How about the ability to fire webs from your hands? Now that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, uh, we should we should have something like that. We should have something like where you have all of the powers of a specific animal that no one expects us to choose. Yes, like a uh, camel, like the seahorse. <laughs> okay, seahorse power. <laughs> Okay. Seahorse. Seahorse man. Seahorse. Seahorse person. We're inclusive here. Seahorse person power. Um, Can we have camel person? Yeah, let's also have camel person. Okay. Camel person. I guess that means you can, like, go for ages without drinking water. Um, It got incredible projectile spit. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Incredible force of spit. You've got really long eyelashes as well. Suspiciously long eyelashes. (laughs) I like that. Our list has, like, get all the abilities of a camel, all the abilities of a seahorse, but also another one of our abilities is just to become any animal. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean... Camel animal, pers- <laughs> Yeah, but, like, Spider-Man is more than a spider, right? Like, animals yeah, can, can become a common, normal spider, but, but Spider-Man is, like, a human-sized, super-strong yeah, human. Yeah, yeah, all um, right, I'm with you, okay. How about... Wait, but I prefer, I prefer, like, regeneration than read thoughts. Okay, let's go regeneration then. And last one. Um, yeah, this should be something really out there. Okay, yeah, something like really original and cool that we can really um, trademark. How about the ability to control bone? All bone in the world. Oh, God. Again, that's really horrible. <laughs> like, I mean. Like, if, someone's, if a robber's trying to rob a bank, you just make all his bones melt. <laughs> oh, oh, this is supposed to be Saturday morning cartoon. Yes, I forgot about that bit. Okay. Like you just make all of his bones jut out of his flesh, or like just break every bone in his body. Oh, I got it. How about ultimate ventriloquism, like the ability to project sounds of any magnitude from any place from like other people's mouths? Yeah. Just like yeah, exactly. Really confuse them. Super ventriloquism. Okay. Like, is it all sound control? Is that your notion here? Yes. Okay. I like the idea of sound control. Super ventriloquism. Mm, okay. <laughs> I mean, that's very oh, specific. We can make our new comic book all about, yeah, he's he's an everyday ventriloquist. That's his normal job. Yeah. And then okay, at night, you. he's the vigilante known as the Puppet Master. Oh, God. Again, Puppet Master is not a superhero thing. It is. He can uh, create... He, he, <laughs> like, that's it. He's He's... He's just a normal person that can use illusion and and uh, deception to, to successfully save the day. And also he can turn into a camel. <laughs> hey, hang on. That's two superpowers. It's the camel puppet master from Tum and Tum Comics. Okay, okay. Well, I like the idea of seahorse person, camel person, and super ventriloquism being a, a ragtag team of three I'm telling you, Jim, superheroes. there's someone in here with us. It, oh, no, that's just a camel. Okay. <laughs> that was close okay we also need so what was the other tables 
Okay, so these are things about like your identity or things about. So I think we need super weakness is the first one. Yeah, a super weakness. Yeah, yeah, and weakness. And then the third table. Um, how about it's something that you you're try the reason you have an alter ego, the thing you're trying to protect by having one. Oh, I like that. Yeah, something to protect. Good, good. Because we've not really touched on that really in our because you know there, there are reasons for having an alter ego right like it's not like you sort of touched upon the notion of earning some money to live and there is that but it's also usually about you know i want to protect my family yeah or, or that's like good you know yeah or just yourself even that's great okay yeah. tom i really like that okay well do you want to go through these weaknesses and protection goals now let's do it okay weaknesses uh the cold Cold weather. In cold, coldness. Yes. Yeah, okay. Being chilly. Lies. Lies? Like maybe okay. you can't tell a lie. Oh, I really like that. Yeah, honesty. Have to recharge in the sun regularly. Yes. Can't hmm. drink water. Ooh. Or anything. Can't drink. can't drink anything. Cannot drink. Cannot drink. You know, like Batman. <laughs> I mean, that's just because he's a terrible drunk. <laughs> he's like, did I ever tell you about the time my parents died? Oh, not this again. <laughs> God um, damn it, Batman. Wait, yeah, maybe that's one of the weaknesses. Uh, intensely depressing. How about mm. constantly oily and greasy and slippery? Yes. Okay. Secretes oil. <laughs> Secretes oil. <laughs> that's going to make it very hard to, like... Here's your, here's, I, your co- here's your coffee, Miss Jones. Oh, God damn it. Okay, it's I quite a, like the the Wonder Woman and Captain America like kind of problem of coming from the past. Yes. Being, fish being out of like, water. Yeah, fish out of water, historical, whatever. That's good, yeah. Oh, I've got it. Um, You accidentally break all electronics you touch. That's going to lead to some very specific <laughs> choices of... Uh, of alter ego. And my job's an IT support officer. <laughs> oh, I got another great one. Eight, uh, you don't show up in photographs. Oh, shit. Or just old mirrors. Vampire. <laughs> Weaknesses, you are a vampire. Uh, number nine, uh, nut allergy. <laughs> this makes me question several of my friends. <laughs> and our last one. Hmm would be a weakness in the everyday modern world perhaps everything they say must be presented (laughs) in song musical man musical man (laughs) you're a musical musical girl how about that (laughs) i like it i like it 10 things to protect what dost thou protect? Number one, family member. Okay, yeah, obvious. Number two, insurance policy doesn't cover superheroics. <laughs> yes, yes, that's exactly it. A place, a building, an establishment, a location. Yeah, why would you need to do that, though? Okay, well, sure. Well, maybe let's just... it's your grandmother's old cafe, and if anything ever happened to it, that'd be really bad. Yeah, okay. Oh, four, maybe you've com- you committed a crime long ago. Yes, yes, exactly. Yes, wanted like, for crimes. Yes, wanted for crime. 
For crime. You've done crime. God, you probably used your superpowers for it as well. God damn you, camel person. (laughs) That camel robbed the bank. (laughs) I'd go after him, but we'd need to take so much water with us. (laughs) He just hid in the vault for months, (laughs) like, waiting until it was reopened. Didn't need a drink all that time. He slowly walked off into the desert, and we're all real thirsty. Number five. Maybe maybe it could just be like, yeah, chronic shyness. Yeah, very shy. Very shy. Okay, we'll go we'll go for that. Or like fear of public speaking. Okay, so number five, shy. Number six let's just finish off with six instead. Okay, uh, okay. Number six. What about just like kind of you know disaffected cool like maybe maybe you're romantically involved with a goth and you don't want to seem like you care as much as a superhero i see i see (laughs) so yeah (laughs) laissez-faire yeah you don't want to seem like you care yeah that's it supposed indifference that's number six that's perfect there we go well tom uh so we've decided we've got a a suspicion meter out of ten uh, and I suppose we're saying then whenever, if a skill fails in some way, it causes like a, a you to lose a point of, what's, what's a good term for that instead of health? So the, what, what are we calling these points? It's like suspicion meter, these like health points, but they're not health, they're secretness. I think suspicion points is good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's, so it's three skills to choose as well, and two of those will be skilled and one of those will be talented. Yep. Um, and yeah, it's just rolling on the tables aside from that. Exactly. Um, I think that's a game. I think it's a game, Tom. Yeah. All right, you ready to head to table? Oh, go on then. Come on. Come on, you. Come on. All right. there everybody welcome back tom are you ready uh, i'm gonna be your uh hero master Ooh, nice i like it uh, yeah no i am hm for this session okay h and m interesting Indeed. i am yeah i am ready to be a hero okay. a masked crusader yeah, an upholder of law and justice fantastic we need a name for our game tom any ideas oh shit yeah um uh, <laughs> how about I want to say hmm. like behind the mask or something, but that's very. Oh, that is good. It's very close to masks though, which is already a tabletop RPG. I do feel like this would make a good add-on to masks. Though. Yeah. Okay. Like a, a behind the masks. Yeah. A behind the mask. Then maybe. Is there any popular media which has secret in it or like hidden? Victoria's Secret. Oh yes. Victorious Secret Ooh, sounds kind of good. Oh hello. Yes, Tom. <laughs> Victorious Secret. Oh. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I know it's titillating. It sounds better than it is though. I want it. Uh, you want it. You want Victorious Victorious Secret. Secret, yes. Okay, well let's go with that then. Fantastic. All right then, Tom. Uh can you please introduce us? So you have rolled for your character. Could you please uh, introduce <clears throat> me to your superhero, your character. Okay. Well, I will. I will. I'll tell you what I rolled upon the the three charts. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first chart was superpowers. Mm-hmm. I rolled an eight, which means I am a seahorse person. 
<laughs> All the special powers of a seahorse. And then as my weakness, I rolled secrete oil. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Victorious secretes oil. Uh, Fantastic. Uh, and then, as protection, uh, as the thing I'm trying to protect, I rolled wanted for crime. Oh, you're an oily seahorse person wanted for crime. And I decided to flesh out my character a little bit. Yep. Uh, and I decided that my superheroic name would be Aquarius, Ooh, based upon good. my my love of the ocean uh, and. Uh, and uh, and yeah, my my swimmy powers, um, and I was trying to come up with with uh, you know like some kind of alter ego, some uh, some other other personality, um, and for reasons that I'm not entirely sure of, I've decided to be the uh, that my secret identity is uh, the ambassador to the UN uh, from the United Kingdom, the, the <laughs> British ambassador to the UN. Uh, and my name is Sir Gladwin Jeb, uh, and the crime I'm wanted for is 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 uh, is kind of it's kind of I mean it is kind of a crime. Uh, I've left behind a number of of sort of children, like just uh, babies in baskets on the you know the steps to, oh, to, to, oh, to churches type type things, uh, primarily because I keep just having so many fucking children. I just can't help it. What is, is this um, like with? Another person that you then just disappear? No, 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 no. So my superpower is that uh, is I've decided my, my sort of one of the manifestations of my of my superpower as a seahorse mm. um, is that uh, I can inhale through my snout uh, evildoers um, and rebirth them as a sin-free child, washed <laughs> uh, oh of their sins for for another go over at life. Uh, <laughs> oh my maybe god! Maybe a life a life free of crime. You know, like those classic Saturday morning vibes. Hey, man. You can do an well, Aquarius. <laughs> Sometimes. This is the part of the show where Aquarius swallows the villain. Yeah, yeah. If their sins are particularly terrible, sometimes I rebirth them as twins. But uh, anyway, I leave I leave them in a basket with a church or, or nunnery to, uh, to raise right, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's very good. I am actually uh, an atheist in this, but, you know, I just think that that's probably the best, best place for <laughs> Those them. Those nuns have probably got it worked out. <laughs> yeah, yeah they, they seem to. Uh, so, yeah, I'm the, I'm the permanent, uh, permanent representative of the United Kingdom to the United Nations. Fantastic. Uh, Sir Gladwin Jeb. Sir Gladwin uh, Jeb, I, fantastic. Yep, I have I have been knighted for my services uh, to to uh, to the UK Marvelous. as an ambassador. Okay, and last of all, Tom, could you just tell me your two skills and one talent? Oh yeah, well, um, so I'm talented in diplomacy mm-hmm. as a as a as an ambassador, uh, and I'm skilled in public speaking and the most seahorsey of the the classical instruments uh the over <laughs> very good <laughs> fantastic i love it okay then tom i'm going to now begin the game we join our game in new york city uh the headquarters of the un uh where you have been called uh to stay for a few months on an inter- international mission uh, a few meetings taking place in new york city and you are currently down at the city bank 
you are trying mm. desperately. To, you're going to be here for a while. You're trying to transfer some funds over and set up like a temporary bank account. And there's a lot of red tape <sighs> for it. And you, you, you're in the queue and you've been here for like 40 minutes already. And it looks like it's easy another hour waiting to get this all sorted out. Wow. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a busy day here at the bank. All right. And uh, I think Gosh. the... Who's, who's next to me in the line? Well, I was just about to say, actually, there is a, a woman in front of you who turns around and she says, like, it's never normally this busy. Oh, well, I, I wouldn't know, you see. Normally normally my, my staff do this uh, this banking malarkey, but, uh, yes. Um, she says, oh, my gosh, are you Irish? Um, no, ma'am, I'm, I, I'm British. My grandfather uh, was Irish. Well, that, that's, uh, that's wonderful to know. Was he, uh... Anyone, anyone I might have heard of? Yeah, uh, Donald McGuinness. Oh, I see. Yes. Um, sounds like a wonderful chap. Well, well what brings you to uh, New York City there, uh, mister? Uh, well, My accent uh, moves around a lot, as you can <laughs> tell. Oh, 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 are you all right? You're having some kind of... I don't know, neurological distress. Oh, I'm sorry. I have a disease of my vocal cords. <laughs> it causes me to have no distinct accent for a long period of time. Well, gosh. Um I I am I'm actually uh the uh, the ambassador to the UN. <laughs> uh, f- funny, funny story. Well, how about that? Glad to meet you. What the name's Wendy. Lovely to meet you. Pleasure, <laughs> pleasure to meet you, Wendy. That's that's getting quite quite aggressive. Oh yeah, you're, it gets like this a lot nowadays. Doctor said I don't have long left. Oh, I heard a little bit of the uh, the home country there in your voice a second. Anyway, anyway I'm 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 a uh, Gladwin. Gladwin Jebs, the name. Pleasure to meet you, Gladwin. <laughs> nice to be here. Uh, meeting someone new in the queue. That's the best part about the busy days. And as soon as she finishes saying that, the front doors are kicked open, Tom, and in charge four people with uh, ch- stockings oh, pulled gosh. over their heads, and they fire a sh- and, and they fire a shotgun in the air and say, "Everybody on the ground now!" Well, seems like we better uh, get down on the ground, eh, Wendy? Oh my God! And show everyone. Uh, are you dropping to the floor? Yeah, I, I sort of like try and clock them first, like sort of see if I can take in uh, anything anything about them. How, how many of them are coming in? Uh, there's four of them coming in. And do they seem like they know what they're doing? Are they kind of, are they, do they look like, do they have firearms, like all of them? Uh, give me a perception check here, Tom. Uh, okay, I have no skills in that, nope. so it's just a, just a single one d6 to roll. Uh, I rolled a four. Okay, so I'll give you that in, but they all have firearms. Or something. I think there's two shotguns and two handguns. Uh one each amongst the four of them. They all have sort of stockings pulled over their heads and they've got some big bags with dollar signs uh, written on. And uh, three of them are currently all making sure everyone's down on the ground and putting guns down at the people. uh I'll take one suspicion just on the basis that uh, that that perception failed, and I was I was kind of looking around a little too long, kind of. Uh, uh, exactly. Kind of, uh, yeah, yeah. It, but then I think I think the way my superpower saves me is it's one of them comes over with a gun to like knock me down. But uh, but my my slight kind of seahorse like a uh, like patinations on my body are just slightly camouflaged. <laughs> they seem to have adjusted to the back scenery. So uh, so he walks past me <laughs> as I'm as I'm stood there, and Wendy sort of looks up and is like. In her oh crazy my God! Voice. What's wrong with your skin? 
Oh, terribly, terribly sorry. Just, uh, just, uh, just feeling a little bit uh, anxious, of course, from the from the crime. And I, I, uh, I get down on the floor. Uh, I'm starting to sort of sweat a bit, and it's getting a bit oily all around me. Oh, I see. I think um, what happens now is that uh, so three of them got their guns pointed at all the people on the ground, and there's one person with a handgun at the till. And sure enough, uh, she's filling up all the bags with loads of money. Uh, and just then, there's a guy next to you who says, "Hey, buddy." I'm going to take one of these assholes, all right? I'll knock him down. You get his gun. Let's turn the tables on these fools. Oh, gosh. You Americans are always so bold. All right. Um, Here we go. And he gets up. Oh, okay. He charges um, and just headlong rugby tackles uh, or American football tackles uh, one of these robbers <laughs> to the ground. And sure enough, the shotgun comes sliding across the floor. Okay. I'm going to... I'm going to uh, uh, if there's one that's like at the till, it's probably not going to immediately notice the 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 kerfuffle. I'll go for the other one, I guess. Yep. Um, and I'll just I'll just use the grease on the floor of my stomach to slide <laughs> um, uh, towards. How can I use my abilities to uh, to help with this situation? I really should try and use diplomacy or public speaking. In this, no, I think like this. that's something that I wouldn't make you roll. I think if you're using your superpower, I won't make you roll for it. Like, it just happens the way that this works. Okay, but the suspicion will increase as a result. No, I think for whatever uh, reason, they're just like, wow, there must be a lot of water on the floor or something. <laughs> okay, well, I will, I will slide up uh, uh, and I guess, yeah, slam into the, that guy. Into a sec- um, one of the other ones, because one of them has been tackled by a member of the public. So there's three, there's three kind of back away from the, the uh, uh, what's the name for the... Where's the name for the thing where they the counter? There's, there's one of the counter. Yep. Jesus Christ, my brain. There's one of the counter. And there's uh, there's three away from it. So I will slide into one of the other three. Uh, but I will I will attempt to uh, uh, distract from the uh, from the from the inevitable suspicion that will come with some public speaking and be like, oh, t- terribly sorry, just a, an old reflex. <laughs> uh, and can I use diplomacy to lie like that? I, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to say a hard no <laughs> in this instance. D- damn. As you slide across, knock someone to the ground and stand up <laughs> to try and speak. The other one just think, cocks his shotgun and just points it square in your face and says, you want to die today? You're ready to go to heaven? Um, hmm. Public speaking. What kind of speech can I give that will help? <laughs> Jesus Christ. These are not good abilities to have in a, in a, in a, in a life and death bank robbery situation. Um, terribly sorry, old chum. I, I didn't mean to cause any, uh, any, any aggravation. Just, uh, just... How about you, you have a look at this situation? There's only two of you left around here on the in the in the bank, and you're going to get a little bit of money from the counter. But but I mean, look at this situation. I, I'm a, I'm a member of the UN. If if you if you discharge that firearm, there's going to be a lot of repercussions. Just take the money from the counter and go. Uh, I think he sort of looks up to a TV screen in the corner, and there's like a news channel. Like there there seems to be a uh, rumor there is some trouble from the local bank, and I need you to roll those three d sixes, Tom. Okay, okay. Uh, come on, one six. Nope, I've still failed. Okay, he <laughs> uh, points the shotgun down and, and shoots you in the knee. God damn it! <laughs> uh, well, no, because my superpowers have to help me in some in some way. So right? I think what happens. So how do how do my superpowers I think, not? So- I think. I think it just fires off of my uh, of my hard 
like maybe my seahorse sea powers, I have like scales I have like these of some kind, these scaly spurs that are bulletproof, and I'm like, God damn it, uh, he missed, and I rush forward and tackle him to the to the ground. I yell out, but my but my suspicion goes up uh, as a result. Uh, I'll tackle him to the ground, and then the other one, I guess, I will just spit a a a. Well, I don't want to use my superpowers again. Um, how can any of these things? Uh, um, I think I'll just try and rouse everyone from the uh, uh, like. I'll be like, uh, I'll be like, he missed. Get the other one, <laughs> and try and rouse everyone to their feet to like uh, try and uh, ass- assail the other guy. I guess. Okay. Well, first of all, you need to mark an extra suspicion for when the guy shot yeah. you in the leg. I have done. I yeah. have done. And I guess this is now a public speaking. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to attempt to sort of, like yeah. organize a riot. Essentially, I'll be like, I'll be like, uh, remember your independence <laughs> when you threw all of that tea. Rise up like the rebels you are. <laughs> Roll your two d six. I still fucking failed. So Wendy's like, that guy's crazy. <laughs> oh god, damn it! So I think uh, they don't listen at all, and they've just. I think you, you sort of got, you're, you're keeping two of them busy. As you sort of wrestle on the ground, and sure enough, the other bags are full now. And uh, one of them lifts up a radio receiver and he looks up at the telly again and he can see that on the telly uh, a load of police cars have now arrived there's like a situation being set up outside the bank and uh, he says on the radio says all right boss we've made a big enough distraction time to get out of here and suddenly crashing from the vault <coughs> comes a giant almost spherical man in like a, a tight oh, spandex geez. suit uh covered with like this like thick gloopy adhesive and you realise it's none other than your nemesis, the Sticky Sovereign. Oh, gosh. It's, um, <laughs> yes. And you can see he's rolled out and loads of cash and bills have stuck to his skin. Oh, God. Like, <laughs> he's, just, he's just rolling. He's like, this is, he's like, he's like the Katamari Damacy villain. He's just rolling through vaults. Exactly. Picking up <laughs> absorbing loads of money. gold bullion. It's exactly that. It's like gold ingots like stuck to him as well. He's like, <laughs> nice one, boys. <laughs> the Sticky Sovereign's oh. getting out of here. He's a small God, little damn. Not the, not the sticky sovereign again. Um, okay, I think the current situation is such that I could probably fight these people if I'm a seahorse, uh, if I'm allowed to be seahorse. So what I'm going to do is instead try and get the public uh, to. Yeah, I guess I'll just try and get the. Uh, I guess I'll just try and get the public to escape. Uh, so I will be like um, uh, in the kerfuffle, seeing as some people have probably got up and gone. Um, Oh, is this, this isn't going to work, though. Narratively, there is no reason that this would work. Uh, I feel like what I want to do is diplomatize to the... Uh, um, I, I think I'll, I'll sort of be like, I'll look fearful and I'm like, uh, oh, oh, gosh, not the sticky sovereign. Please, don't hurt anyone. I, I think I I think I heard that there was a secondary vault. Perhaps, uh, perhaps, uh, perhaps I, c- I could lead you there. Uh, uh, just, just let the people go. And I'll try and make it sort of appear like I'm the uh, like I have some knowledge of this bank, um, and and sort of maybe try and diplomatize for Sticky Sovereign to follow me away from this situation I, to a place where I can fight I, him. He he ro- he raises an eyebrow and he rolls <clears> over <throat> towards you, and as he rolls, a uh, sort of handgun sticks to him from off the ground. It's sort of pointed at you. <laughs> and he goes, "And who might you be, my friend?" Uh, well, uh, I'm um just a just a. A lowly UN ambassador <laughs> happened to bank here regularly as a there's an extra vault of lockboxes for, for VIPs like myself. I can take you there. Really? And he raises an eyebrow and says, 
Very well then, boys, keep the police busy. Me and my friend here have some work to do. Lead the way. It's a in a funny location, you see. Uh, uh, we we might need a little bit of help from you, your friends. The, 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 the vault door needs several people to open it simultaneously. Hmm, very well. My boys are very good at getting out of mm, sticky situations. <laughs> Clarence! You, Darren, with you me! You use the term sticky situations a, a lot there, friend. Ah, yes. <laughs> Part of my whole vibe. <laughs> um, uh, and I, I guess I'll just lead them out of like a fire escape towards the back and sort of claim that it's in the alleyway uh, that they have to go. Right, that's going to be a bloody. Uh, that's going to be a, like, as soon as you go out the fire escape. He's like, what? This doesn't seem where there would be a secret UN vault at all. Uh, it's 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 quite secret. They they keep it out here. It's it's more secure. You'll you'll see. You're going to have to roll public speaking for that, my friend. Diplomacy. Yeah, uh, go on then. All right, why not? Uh, yeah, I got a six. I succeed. He's like, ah, fiendish. I wouldn't put it past the UN at all to do something so fiendish. <laughs> Lead the way. Yes. And then once they're outside, I'm just going to like close the door so the public can't see me and then beat them up with my seahorse powers <laughs> and then inhale the sticky sovereign. <laughs> you did just that. like the, uh, <laughs> He's like, oh, God, Aquarius. <laughs> That's me, all right, Aquarius. Uh, oh, gosh. And it show, like your fists collide and just for that brief second like ultimate sticky and ultimate oily meat and sort of clash in the middle of an ultimate force until finally you blast him to the floor and disconnect your My jaw. oil is a, the ultimate solvent <laughs> <laughs> and seems like I've solved your crimes. It seems that I've become unstuck. Oh! <laughs> and then I inhale him and then give birth to twins. <laughs> <laughs> that I that I leave uh, just hang on, atop hang on. one of the I, w- I want to just do like a, a bizarre scene here where we cut to see like <laughs> I want to do a scene where we cut to a child who is watching this TV show eating their cereal and uh, his mother walks in and watches as a man tears off his suit, unhinges his jaw and like <laughs> swallows three men whole. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Seahorseman did it. <laughs> it's just like, uh, James. What? What is this you're watching? It's Seahorseman. He. It's Aquarius. That's his name. He. He. He can inhale bad guys and give birth to them as as new, untouched by thin children. <laughs> she then continues to watch as, as <laughs> Aquarius's belly starts to squirm and rise. This is my favourite bit. <laughs> His belly button is like pulled open as two new human children <laughs> ooze their way out. <laughs> oh, it's it's twins. It's twins, mommy. And the mother just passes out <laughs> and hits the ground with a thud. Very well. What are you going to do now, Aquarius? Um, well, I guess uh, I guess I, I I sort of leave those children uh, in in the alleyway, uh, maybe swaddled in the old clothes of these of these villains. Um, I've gotten very efficient at swaddling, um, and I will. Um, I guess just, uh, I guess I'll just make my escape down the alleyway, try, try and leave. I, I think you safely decide that the police can probably hand two petty thugs who inside they're like, boss, boss. And all they can hear is just the <laughs> of newborns from the alley. 
<laughs> that's such a good way as well to like keep your identity secret <laughs> just to inhale someone <laughs> oh Tom let, let's leave the plumbing game there oh my god is that, is that, are we just not even going to try? I, think, I mean, this game, is, oh, this game is a lot. Yeah, what, what do you think of the game, Tom? Uh, I think the game could work. I think the main problem was was my choice of... I think the thing is, you have to create scenarios where the skills can actually, like, work. Exactly, right? yeah. Um, and I feel like, yeah, I feel like maybe, you know, maybe my own ma- lack of imagination, it's hard, right, sometimes. Like, if I've got three skills, and they're diplomacy, public speaking, and I'm in a place where I'm not carrying my own. <laughs> I mean, this is, this is, a, a bank vault heist is remarkably, like, difficult to, to sort of uh, assuage I don't even have my own my- bow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I did think about it, but then I was like, I don't know. I thought I was thinking maybe I could fashion something in the in the the bank into an oboe, <laughs> and maybe and maybe send them into some kind of strange musical like trance. Yeah. I mean, they just start dancing. I don't know. I, I think the but- main issue was that. We didn't spend. We spent too much time on building hilarious randomization tables, and not enough time mm. on making a game. I think we needed to. We needed to pin down more how these skill checks work. I think we should have agreed that there are certain skills you always have, like uh, fighting or stre- You know, that's, there needs to be more. Because I just yeah. said, oh, anything that uses your powers is fine. But then, of course, that creates a very bizarre blanket statement where there are no risks in doing certain things. That was silly of me to say. Well, you kind of need it away from... So, like, once I'd got them away from the people, I was fine. So the key was to get away witnesses. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that is... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think maybe we were a little hasty with this game. <laughs> yeah. We we didn't think- work out. We gave it a go. We haven't quite made the game we'd hoped there yet. But uh, nonetheless, we have at least created uh, a great new uh, action figure we can sell under the, the Head to Table <laughs> uh, merch line. <laughs> Yeah, he's got two modes, and like he can he can transform between uh, between temporarily pregnant and, 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 and with a real swelling like baby, real swelling stomach. He comes, he comes he comes with a bad guy that like shrinks down and he can inhale. Yeah, uh, and then just plunges out yeah. as a baby. Yeah, yeah, he's he's an odd superhero. Um, I'm not sure he's really not- either. I mean, like super maybe hero. I guess he did kind of stop. Well, he didn't really stop it. He just took down three of them and just left. He has just an odd view of morality. I mean, like, like you know, the kind of the the Watchman type thing yeah. of like a, of like Roshash and uh, it's like you know like everyone deserves deontology. Kind of everyone deserves absolute punishment. Yeah, um, like like his view. His view is just like everyone deserves to be returned to tabula rasa. <laughs> all all sinners, which is a- get returned. To a state of innocence. <laughs> I, I like to think in his character, like the real superhero is Gladwin Jeb, like, trying to <laughs> yeah. better the world through his United Nations work. And it's like, ah, oh, I guess I'll swallow this guy. He's, he has stopped in numerous wars yeah, exactly. through his actions <laughs> at the UN. Gladwin Jeb's <laughs> the real superhero. Yeah, Seals, Seals Man is just a yeah an unfortunate, an unfortunate side effect. Oh man! Yeah. Well, Tom, thanks for nonetheless having. Uh, I had a laugh nonetheless. So thanks for creating this story yeah, with me. It was it was fun nonetheless. Yeah. Uh, well, you you happy uh, to leave Victoria's Secret? There? I think so. I think we can. We'll return one day to to finish what we started. But I think for now, we we learnt a lot along the way about when designing a game. Don't have 
general blanket rules which let players do definite successes ever. Hey man, they can't all be winners. That's true. This is how we learn. Yeah, but I think you're right. I think we can definitely return to this, Tom. In fact, we have to return because crime never sleeps. Oh, that's so true. Somewhere, I think one day we'll just have to make Aquarius the tabletop RPG. Oh, yeah. That might be better yeah, instead. Yeah, all right. Well, thank you very much, everyone, <laughs> for listening. Uh, I've been Tom. He's been Tom. Big thanks again, as always, to the band Call Me Malcolm for letting us use their music in the intro, middle tro, and outro. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, if you've liked what you've heard, uh, leave us a review on iTunes. We always like to receive those. Or just reach out on Twitter. Twitter's pretty cool. And uh, I know, you know, we don't necessarily make the most of it all the time, but you know i feel like i feel like we could make more of it so oh know, it's great hit fun, us up sometime. yeah that'd be great we love to and if you've got any ideas for games yeah message us email us facebook us twitter us um i guess you could just shout to it into the the ether maybe i live on the same street as you and i'll hear it i think i actually made a contact us form on the on the on the website as well so if you want to use that oh, like that's, job, that's there <laughs> nice one my dude well we'll leave it there then thanks very much as always everyone and we'll be back again next week cheerio bye everyone